Hello, Robert. Hello, Hugo. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, please, go ahead. Do, do, do you still love me, even after the game we've played this week? <laughs> oh, it's, it's tough. Um, <laughs> we're in a bit of a rough patch now, I think. Yeah, it's some kind of... Of oddity is 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 this this game? Uh, first of all, I, I wanted to apologize to our uh, I want to say readers, but I think that's not the right word. Uh, our listeners, that's I think that's listeners. it. Yeah. Listeners, yeah, because there is some construction going at my house. So, and they're drilling in the concrete. Uh, they're redoing the foundation walls and everything. And so, if there is noise, if there is vibrations. Uh, I want to apologize once again. It's uh, still the pandemic, still the uh, quarantine, and so we cannot go to a studio or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, I heard we'll soon be able to get haircuts, though. So that's nice. Uh, <laughs> I, my wife gave me a haircut this weekend, and it turned out pretty good. Yeah, my girlfriend did the same about a week ago, and it's, it's, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I've thought about uh, shaving my head, but yeah, maybe not. It's yeah, uh, my my head is funny shaped. I'm never going to shave it, not on purpose. <laughs> so uh, let's get let's get to it then. Uh, we've played um, we've played Phantasmagoria, which is a, an FMV game, and for the younger uh, younger people in the audience, or just people that wanted to forget. Uh, <laughs> FMV stands for uh, full motion video, so it it was a, a, a special time, a special time period because it was uh, well CD-ROM had been out for about a dec uh, decade at this point, but uh, they were still coming into mainstream usage. And so the uh, game editors, the game developers decided to take, um, take this opportunity to use all this new free space, all this space available on a CD. Because if you go back a few years before, games were still on diskettes. And so you had about a meg, uh, megabyte and a half per disk, I think. Something like that, yeah. Maybe and, it's been a while. Yeah, then you could have multiple disks, of course, but still uh, really not much space to use to... Uh, construct a game and put, put in shiny graphics and sounds and everything. And so uh, out came the CD with 700 megabytes. And so um, for the first time, you could use actual video, actual recorded video with real actors, real people. And of course, you had to compress it, uh, usually. Uh, because even today, with well, it, of course, all depends on the definition and the scaling and everything. But uh, even today on a DVD, I think, which is 4.7 gigabytes, you can still have a quality level that isn't really high. And so when the CD came out, um, it was about 10 at the time, when the CD really came out into mainstream uh, computers, um, you could put, you had these games uh, on sometimes multiple CDs, which is the case today, where you could see, real once again, real actors play uh, in a false uh, environment, uh, as is the case, once again, for Phantasmagoria. So um, 
I've decided to. Um, <laughs> I have invited you to play this game, not really with me, but at the same time uh, as I yeah. did. And let's say that the experience was um, strange. Maybe it it was it was different. Um, I because I had I had no idea what to expect from this game. It was one mm-hmm. that when it came out, uh, completely passed me by. I didn't know it existed, so I knew nothing about it. Um, so coming into this fresh um, was maybe not the ideal way to go into it because I had no sort of nostalgic feelings for it, yeah. um, which made it a lot more difficult to look over the game's many, many flaws. Oh, there's there's so many flaws. <laughs> um, um, so, so why don't you start by just explaining like the... What is this game about? Sure. Um, sorry? How, how does this one start? <laughs> yeah, it starts... Well, uh, I have to explain something first before I, I explain the game. The game is... Uh, the, the chief director of the game is Roberta Williams, who uh, right, worked yeah. on uh, the King Quest series. Uh, was it Space Quest 2? And Leisure Suit Larry, and all these uh, point-and-click games from the end of the 80s and from the 90s. Um, and so you had a, a bunch of settings, a fantasy settings, a space setting, uh, a semi-porno setting, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, um, I think she, she wanted to try this new format because all the, I think basically all the King Quest games and the Space Quest and everything else came on, uh, on discs, on diskettes. And so I think she wanted to try to uh, once again, and there's some noise uh, out of the window. I'm sorry about that. Um, she wanted to to, to to use all the space, all this technology. I I read that they built an entire studio to 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 to, to film this game. Uh, they did it in front of green screens, which has which at the time was a relatively new technology to do some special effects. And so this game starts. Um, this is a horror game. It's still a point-and-click adventure game. It's a horror game. It's a, an adult game, and I, I hope you can hear the quotation marks in <laughs> in my voice. Um, and so this game starts. It's uh, about a couple, Adrienne and Don. Uh, Don is a photograph, and Adrienne is a writer. So both uh, long gone professions. Uh, yes. <laughs> They've, they've bought a they've bought a giant castle. Yeah, the photographer uh, and writer salary. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a long long time ago when <laughs> the salaries were good, uh, and Facebook didn't exist. Uh, didn't exist, sorry. And so yeah, so they bought this house, this uh, gigantic mansion, um, off the coast of Maine. Is it I'm not Maine? Sure if it was Maine? It might have been Massachusetts. It's it's somewhere on the sort of on the east coast, the New England coast. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so um, it's really, really remote. And we uh, learned that it's well, basically from the from the intro uh, intro sequence. And I have maybe to to specify we played it on uh, we played the GOG version, which is the version that has been adapted to work on Windows Ten. Uh, because I think I, I have the game on CD, the original game on CD, but uh, it's for Windows 95 and MS-DOS or Windows 3.1, right. I don't know. So I uh, don't have a copy of Windows 3.1, but I have a working computer that can run it. 
uh, didn't want to try to install it on the virtual machine and so on and so on. So the game is available uh, on GOG, so we bought that version. And that version uh, really works well for me. I don't know if you had any bugs with it. No, it uh, it it worked very well. Maybe unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, uh, but the thing is, it doesn't start. Uh, the game doesn't start with the intro sequence. No, uh, no, that was interesting um, because the when I first went into it, I started right with chapter one, and it yeah. sort of jumps right in, and you. you don't know what's happening and i hadn't realized that i had missed the intro thing until i there's a, a button uh on the main menu which is called watch intro i think watch something like that and yeah. but if you played it back in the day which i did um you had this fairly long intro sequence where it's something about a haunted house with a magician an evil magician something like that there's also some curtains flying. It's, it's, it's a bunch I think there of might have been an urn. Yeah, something that it's a bunch of '90s CGI stuff. Uh, it's even worse than the the stuff from the um, what's that movie about a black hole? Uh, and there's Lawrence Fishburne in it. And uh, Event Horizon. There's a there's oh, a, Event Horizon. Yes. Yeah, because there's a there's a scene where uh, it's it came out. In the '90s too, I think. In, there's a scene where they're walking in this hallway, and there's this floating plastic bottle that goes across the screen. And maybe in 1995, '96, '97, it was great. It was fantastic, but it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's part of these uh, '90s movies that are really did not age well. Uh, same thing for Alien Three. Where you, you know could... what? I liked Alien Three. It was it, it wasn't bad, but the alien creature in it, the CGI, it's this is it's not good. I I I find it passable, but I I don't know. I like the mood of that movie, but we we can get back to Alien Three. Yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> argue about that any other time. Yeah. So so coming back to Fantasmagia, so there's this intro sequence where uh, basically it's Adrian dreaming about all sort of evil stuff and urns and curtains. And I, I think she also sees her future at the very end of it when she Yeah, yeah. She, she 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 sees well it's basically a dream in a dream. So she wakes up and then she's on a torture device of some of some kind. And so she she wakes up screaming and panting and then uh, her husband who is the, of course in the in the bed uh, with her uh, tries to calm her, and then it turns into a really awkward sex scene. Very awkward. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen uh, the room with uh, yes, yeah, and, and so there's a in the room. There's two sex scenes, which is uh, I've learned is the the same one, but just some stuff that were cut from the first scene and then just presented in the second one because the actress uh, found. Uh, what's his name? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Wiseau, so she, yeah. she found Tommy was really, really weird, and so she didn't want to do another sex scene with him. And so, yeah, so there's this sex scene at the, at the start of Phantasmagoria, and it's all, it's all tacky, it's all cheap, and the video is a bit choppy too because it's, it has been compressed to fit on CD, so it's already interlaced. Uh, it's already a low definition, uh, low definition, and then. There's a, this choppiness and this campiness and ugh, ugh. 
So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. So basically, the 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 scenario of the game is that you play as Adrian and you explore the house, and then some evil stuff happens. Uh, right. And you, you have to kind of find your way to figure out why the evil stuff is happening and yeah. maybe stop it. Yeah, so um, I think we... I mean, it's what... It came out in 95. It's 25 years ago. So I think we can go into spoiler territory. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so basically what you do is you learn... Uh, the game the, the game is divided into seven chapters. We talked about chapter one uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, the game is divided into seven chapters, which is not exactly seven days. I think the the the, the six and seven chapters are the same day. Uh, yeah, I think one is the like afternoon, evening, and then yeah, something like that. But basically, it's a chapter a day, and you explore the house. And as you explore it, you discover some sin- really really sinister stuff. Uh, the guy that lived there before, uh, which was called Carno. Which was a famous uh, magician, and he basically went completely evil. He killed his what five wives? Four or five? Five, five yes. yeah. And well, at first, you, just, you hear they're dead, but you do find yeah. out that he killed them. Yeah, and so uh, at the end of the first day, you basically liberate this evil spirit, uh, and he goes to possess your husband. Uh, right. And then, as the time as time goes by, your husband becomes more and more comically evil. I think. Yeah. It's... Well, and I I think this would have worked a lot better if Don, the husband, had not been kind of an asshole to start with. Like, <laughs> if, if he had been like a really nice, normal guy, and then kind of like started going more and more evil, this would have worked a lot better. But yeah. he starts off. He's a photographer with a ponytail who smokes cigarettes at <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> And like yeah. that's him starting off as the nice guy, and it yeah. just—you never really see the slide to evil. Like in the last couple chapters, when he's cartoonishly evil, it's actually like in the very last chapter, he's kind of good at it, like because he's yeah. just a, like he's just cackling all the time. He's got face paint on; it's hilarious. Yeah, um, but, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Sorry. But as you know, horror and like creeping dread of your husband slowly losing his mind and you know growing increasingly evil. It doesn't yeah. quite work he just kind of gets shouty and then he i mean wow. the the actors I, I think and i think it's true for all fmv games they they're not good i mean nobody no one's good in this no one's good in any fmv game that i can remember even uh command and conquer and red alert at the time it, it was so bad yeah and, and I mean, I think Adrian has a couple moments where she's not a bad actress, but I was just reading about it. And one of the things we haven't really talked about yet is that yeah. all the people are real. Everything else is yeah. like nineties computer generated. So it's a lot of like marble textures and weird wood, but it's yeah. everything is, is CGI. Um, so when they were acting and if they're picking up objects and stuff, they're just picking up things that are painted green screen color. Yeah. And so, it seems like the entire format of it makes it so that good acting is impossible. Like it's just, <laughs> even if you were a good actor, there's, there's nothing you can do with it. Yeah. And I think it, it was also a bit true with, and I'm maybe digressing here, but the, um, uh, the prequel trilogy of Star Wars, 
where you had all this. Uh, if you if you've seen some behind the scenes footage, it's all it's not green stuff anymore. I think it's blue or Purple something maybe, else. Yeah, no, I've I've seen and everything is they're they're just in virtual everything. No yeah. scenes exist. It's all just imaginary. And so yeah, so in this game, it's even Adrian is, is and it's also something I will talk about more in a few minutes but this there's always this lag um because it, when you're for example walking around the house you add to uh, you have this you have adrian which who is always wearing the same thing it's same same goes for for don I don't know what was it easier for them to just shoot everything in one day or why well, uh, I, I was i actually read about this and they yeah. The way they figured it was that because they had to film her like walking across her various rooms and so on, yeah, if they had her in a different outfit every day, they would have had to just keep reshooting you know someone walking from a corner of a room to another corner and it oh just, yeah, the production costs would have gone even higher, and it just it wouldn't have worked, not I that see. it really worked in the first place, <laughs> but I mean it's. Oh God! It's I don't hate it. I don't like it. I don't hate it either. It's it's at times uh, it was kind of charming, like yeah. because you can see where the ambition is. Yeah, know? yeah. But I think the technology never really worked. And it's not, I think like you said, it was a bit too ambitious. But like I was saying, this when you're moving Adrian around and you're clicking on something, I don't know if it was because of the technology of the time, because the CD players were, uh, CD drives are really slow. Um, but you click on something and there's always a split second where nothing happens. And then the cutscene in quoting Sean Marks here, but this, this movement happens. And then, I don't know, she walks across a room uh, or she goes down a, a flight of stairs, and then she stops. And then, after another second, you can control her again. It's uh, since it's not in. Uh, once again, it's all FMV. It's all video. So you, you, you never. Uh, I, I never felt I had direct control over her. I no. always felt that I, I was suggesting her to go someplace and then she always said yes but <laughs> there's some times where and there's also sometimes where she doesn't say anything she doesn't move you click you 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 talk to someone or there's a scene where there's a dialogue and the other person says something and then he cuts back to adrian and she's for two three four seconds she doesn't say anything i mean if if this happened in real life you 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 start to ask yourself: Is this person having a, a problem? Is <laughs> is yeah. there something wrong? And but but now then there it's it's constant, and so it adds to the feeling that you're you, the the game's trying so hard to be something that it cannot be, and right. I don't think it was the, the problem of. Maybe a technological problem, maybe a writing problem. I think, uh, I think it's both of those. I think they tried to do much, too much with the technology, but I think if the writing had been better, if the story had made more sense, if like the characters behaved in believable ways, um, yeah, 
I think a lot of this would have been easier to look past, but because like, like I was saying earlier, how I didn't have any nostalgia around this game. So there was like, I was going into it very dry and with, mm-hmm. with no opinion and no warm feelings towards it. The, the story never ever brought me in because there's a whole bunch of mystery of like, Oh, why did this, you know, why did this magician in the big haunted house, like how did it become haunted? And you yeah. find out that he had gone to Paris to buy some actual magic book. And, but it, it just, it never, it was never like, Oh, I really want to find out. It's like, well, I guess I got to find out to keep going. <laughs> I mean, and this is interesting because we both use a uh, walkthrough to uh, complete the game and I've discovered because I've played it like I said about now what 20 years ago and uh, a few years after it came out and I remember I was scared Uh, I don't want to say scared shitless but close to that Um, exploring the house I mean I was 10 years old 12 maybe and I was exploring the house even on the first day where basically nothing happens but there's this scene where you are in Carno's uh, old bedroom, and that the, the, that's a funny thing. There, there's a huge painting of himself <laughs> in his room. Yes. And sir. how narcissistic uh, do you have to be to have a painting of yourself in your bedroom, looking at you when you're on the bed? Um, <laughs> okay. The thing I don't understand about this is so on the second floor, and this is. This is just one of those, this doesn't matter at all. But on the second floor, there's his bedroom and his wife's bedroom. But then upstairs is the bedroom where you, Adrian, and Dawn are sleeping in a bedroom, yeah. which is a nicer bedroom with a better view <laughs> next to this, like, I just, like, giant room with this glass ceiling and, like, a fountain thing in the middle. Yeah. And why? why is he on this, like, this second floor anyways it, it just just these little things that didn't make sense yeah, all maybe, the way through yeah maybe the, the the nice bedroom upstairs is for business time if you are a fan of flight of the conquerors <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 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 yeah so uh, it's Anyway, so Sorry, this, you were talking about how it was scaring you, and then I just went off on like well, the house. That, that's okay. That's okay. That's what the this uh, the, this podcast sorry is all about. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, um, you, you you sit on the bed on the old, old Cardinal's bed, and th- that's another thing I want to mention. This guy is dead. This guy has been dead for at least seventy five years. I, I think uh, they say almost a hundred. Almost a hundred, and everything is still there. No, no one came to to sell the the the, the furniture. No one removed the drapes. Uh, it's all very clean. Very little stuff has like sheets on it, like you'd expect in some yeah. house. Uh, everything there was actually is... a part in this that 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 really stuck out to me. Um, a little later on, you go to the greenhouse of one of his wives. Yeah. Um, the first real death as well, which was turned out to be hilarious. Um, but on the the table in her greenhouse are like some dead plants that just look like they had died a few months ago, not yeah. like a century before. <laughs> yeah, there shouldn't be anything left in that greenhouse. Right. And they're just like, okay, well, those plants definitely are brown, but I don't think century old dead things are brown. They're just gone. 
No, I mean, when my girlfriend kills a plant, it's <laughs> a few days goes by and there's nothing left. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> and so, as I was saying, uh, I'll get to it, I promise. Yeah. So you sit on Carno's bed and you, for, I don't know, I don't know what we I mean, it's your house, you can sit wherever you like. But you sit on Carno's old bed and then you lie down and there's this sequence where hands get through and this I, I even when I replayed it I I found it interesting and so it's it, some hands come out of the mattress and try to grab you and try to to pull you down through the mattress and down to I don't know the floor or the basement or something and then Adrian wakes up again and she's scared and done she screams for down and he comes running uh, there's no sex there. That, that's so that's no. a better thing. That's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so th there's. I think it was, and having replayed it uh, for this this episode, um, I think it's more interesting to explore, to discover some scary stuff ish, and to to just enjoy the atmosphere instead of going through this. Uh, this scenario with all these characters that are so extreme in their the way that they they play themselves that it's absurd. Yeah, uh, I don't know what, what you think about this, but I, I really liked. There's a certain atmosphere once again where it's it's a, it's interesting, and there's also the fact that it's not. I mean, yeah, there's a, this evil spirit, and at the end, there's a really, really cheesy monster. Um, Is there? But, <laughs> but it's also not. I mean, the, it's not a, a, a scenario where you learn that oh, it's an ancient, ancient Indian burial ground, or it's uh, uh, it's Satan, or it's something cheesy like that. I mean, yes, evil magician is cheesy. But it's also Evil interesting. Magician haunted by an old Egyptian book. Yeah, but still, I think it's different. Maybe. Oh yeah, it's different. It's it's not the usual sort of cliche horror trope. It's you know horror trope adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, yeah, so, so so you explore the house. You go through the chapters. Um, the one thing I found interesting is if you use the walkthrough, because there is a lot to read, to discover, to watch. Uh, you talked about the way Carno's wives died. Yeah. Um, and if you go, to, if you use only use the walkthrough, you never see any one of them getting killed. Uh, okay, because I I did use the walkthrough and I did see I think all of them. There were. There were some um, honestly really good comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> the first one I saw was in the greenhouse, and she dies um, because he takes a trowel, like a garden trowel, yeah, and just jams it in her mouth, and she dies very quick. It's it's odd, and it just it doesn't make sense. But you know, yeah, uh, and it's funny because. When this game first came out, um, and this is very 90s, it was really controversial because of all the violence. Yeah, yeah. 
and, um, there, and there's watching a... silence now. <laughs> uh, I don't know what people were worried about, um, but there is something that is legitimately controversial. I think you're about to mention it. Uh, oh yeah, but well, maybe maybe not that. But I, I was about to make a reference to Night Trap. I mean, this this history of censorship. Um, where I mean, when the Halloween game came out on the Atari console in the early '80s uh, or the end of '70s, there's nothing to see. There's nothing there. It's a pixel, a block of pixel with an, uh, uh, another line of pixel protruding from it, and it's supposed to be the chainsaw. Uh, was it oh, not, not uh, Halloween? It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but. It, and then you just go up to people, and there's a screeching sound where it's supposed to to mean that you're killing someone. <laughs> and this was controversial at the time. And to and then there was uh, the ex perfect example, Night Trap, where that gave birth to the uh, ESRB, the the rating board uh, in oh, the crap. U.S. And so where it's basically well kidnapping, maybe rape. I don't know. I never played it, but I, I saw some uh, let's play of it, and it's I mean, it's comical. I mean, of course, it, this is uh, you, you see the, the, the solo-ish reference to being again, kidnapped, raped, uh, attacked, assaulted, everything, but, and it's not fun to see it today. I wouldn't play this game today, even if the objective is to uh, to stop the assailants, but right. but yeah, this um, uh, and yeah, uh, I, I, I see what you <laughs> what you mean. When we talk about controversial controversial scene in Phantasmagoria. This there's this all oh, this campy violence that could well be interesting to see. For example, at Fantasia Festival, uh, where you can see all this gratuitous violence where people laugh, scream. But there's a scene in for Phantasmagoria, I think it's day three or four, something I like that. I think it's the start of the fourth chapter. And there's this scene where Don is becoming more evil all the time. He, he rapes uh, Adrian. And yeah, I can see why. And there's this, um, I remember this, there's a sensor mode in yeah. the game where everything is pixelated and this scene is completely skipped uh, because it really doesn't add much to the game and no. yeah it's and like and like with everything else in the game when something like horrible or weird happens nobody really like when you see them in the next scene yeah like they're just back to the character they were before the bad thing happened which you know it really takes some of the horror out of it but i i mean with with that scene in particular i i think she actually does um react to it but then she goes downstairs and meets one of the comic relief characters which we should talk about <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah it's it's all very um that that was the only thing that was like oh 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 yeah yeah and it's, I mean, she she cries afterward. Yes. Yeah. But then one of the rare times she, she does. But then she goes downstairs, and we see for I think the second time 
our comic relief duo in yeah this um, this uh and, what's her name margaret harriet harriet and cyrus yes this this uh family well it's a mother and the son and you'll have to excuse me for the noise right there uh once again they're drilling in concrete so uh, that's fun um it's it should be over one day but <laughs> Yeah. I mean, anyway, um, so there's this cop, this family of, don't want to say vagrants. I was going to say vagrants. I think they're vagrants. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're not portrayed as gypsies or anything. No, even, they're just living in the barn slash garage. Yeah. And so, but they're, they're, they're wearing... They, they, the Harriet, I think, looks like a, a troll or something. I would like, actually no. say a Smurf. She's got a Smurf, a smurf hat. <laughs> and so, yeah, so this this family uh, lived there for a while, I think, and they are comic relief, but they also serve. Well, there's this scene um, a little bit later on where Harriet tells Adrian that she's a psychic, I think. Yeah, and she reads her palm and then does some tarot cards yeah and there's a this seance where she Ariette invokes the spirit of the dead magician with some bile i yeah, don't know which i think was accidental on her part and that that whole scene never made any sense um why yeah. it was like oh we're having a seance and you just go to the barn and you're having a seance which was never mentioned before and yeah not really it, mentioned after. Yeah, and it's all. I mean, and I mean, the son is portrayed as kind of slow, and he wears, you know, he's got the overalls like yeah. mice and men or something. Yeah, he's really, really strong, but but is stupid, something like yeah, that. I I think he says at one point that his mother always says that he has um, more. He's stronger than he is smart. Essentially, uh, yeah. it's it's kind of you, you watch it now and you're like, yeah, I, this I don't know about this. This wouldn't work today. There's there would be a petition or something to to. Anyway, was, it, I don't think it worked then. But no, no, kind of ignored <laughs> so much as. I mean, but he's useful for a few things yeah he he knocks over a tree for you so you can kind of walk across a little ravine um, yeah and that's a, the, the interesting and a bit strange thing I, I see about this game is that you clearly see the influence of previous titles by uh roberta williams you clearly see the influence of ad, uh, classic adventure games classic click uh, point and click adventure games uh, where you have to ask a character to help you, then knocks uh, to to knock down a tree, for example, or to open a door, or to uh, and but there's also this horror element that is so so at the other end of the the spectrum for that kind of games, where yeah. you cannot reconcile both. I mean, there's yeah, there's this tree that Cyrus has to. To, to put down, but then you walk over and you get to a crypt, and so it's all is this uh, in French that the word would be dichotomy, but yeah, it's all it's it, it, one thing and the and it's opposite, I think. 
And, yeah, and I think one of the problems with this is because they tried to do everything in full motion video, they're the writing they didn't focus as much time on and yeah. i think this game might have actually been scarier if it was animated yeah but i mean on the the wiki for the game it said it says that she, retta williams wrote a fif, 550 page script i mean what was cut i mean i don't know <laughs> good god it's really to 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 think that um oh jesus they're really going at it now if the house fails and I die, remember that I love you. <laughs> um, what a way to go out talking about this game, but, well, good luck. Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. And so, and once again, there's some interesting stuff in there. Uh, yeah, there's this, well, that's the this, thing, is that there are elements of interesting things. Yeah, there's this machine, uh, this fortune automated fortune teller. In the entrance of the house, and every day you can put a token in, and just get a, a, a like in a fortune cookie. You get a fortune, but every time it's darker and darker and darker, and the machine is darker too. The lighting is different, and I, I thought that was okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit cheesy, because it starts like oh, someone watching you, and then it's at the end of the, the last chapter. I think it's what did you wait? What are you waiting for? Just get out of here. <laughs> It's, yeah, uh, it's, but once again, all this uh, and the music is quite good too. I mean, even if it's some uh, usually MIDI music, um, yeah, it's like an organ MIDI. But it's I one yeah. of the actually one of the best things about the game is the music, and it's kind of like a. I mean, it it it's a bit dated just in the sound because you know yeah. they they didn't have uh, the space to have you know, really high fidelity sound or whatever, but it's the music works for the game and it, it never it's not like a lot of things where you hear it over and over and you just get sick of it. Like I never got sick yeah. of it. It was and and the finale song when you're watching the credits is phenomenal. It's like a it's like danger zone but about a horror thing. I don't know. It was yeah. I really liked it. I put the headphones on my wife's head and she was like, What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and the intro music is good too. I mean, if you leave out the intro video, but the the music that plays uh, on the main menu, for example, it's it's all uh, somber, it's all dramatic, it's all you feel this. There's something there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think if the game had lived up to the sort of scene that the music sets, yeah. this would have been a lot better. Um. I want to talk about the uh, maybe go fast forward through the game because we won't talk about every chapter because basically it's go there, get the thing, open the stuff, uh, and e even more if you once again read the the walkthrough. I mean the one I used. Um, like I said before, you basically skip all the lore. You basically skip all the murders, uh, which isn't fun because I think the, the, the interesting uh, again in this game is exploration, discovery, even if some if it's sometimes uh, campy. And there's still a bunch of I think King Quest and Space Quest and everything else were, were known for their moon logic puzzles, which is basically, oh, you have to combine the cheese and the tire to build a, an airplane. Right. Uh, and there's not, it's not really there in this game. No, I think it's, like the closest was 
to get a key, you needed a newspaper and a nail. Yeah, because there's a key in the keyhole. You have to push the key through the True. keyhole, and then it's going to fall on the newspaper. Uh, but there's this place where I think just after you open this door, you go out a flight of stairs, um, and there's this wood paneling where you can clearly think, okay, there's something there, but you don't, it's not really clear us either. It's, it's, uh, I mean, there's this, I knew there was something I remember that you had to smash this thing with a hammer, but to, and you cannot do this the first time you go up there either. So that's confusing. No, uh, there were a bunch of weird things where you had to like, look at something from somewhere else to to unlock it so for that one you had to have looked through a telescope yeah and seen on the house like oh there's extra windows what's in that room but yeah so this two three times like this where you have to go through a detour per se to just go on with the story and that was a bit frustrating i mean i can understand why they do this but if there is no walkthrough, and if you don't use, there's an in-game uh, help, which is basically a stalking red skull, and he tells you some stuff. But yeah, it's you have the. I, I had this impression that it was put there because the game was maybe too difficult, too too uh, too obtuse, too. Yeah, it's sometimes I, I think obtuse is the word because it was just like, oh, you have to go to another room now to see a thing before you yeah. can move on. Yeah. When, when there was no like necessary reason to do it, you just had to. But just following the walkthrough was like, what, what, why is this okay? I have to look out a window. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. And then like yeah. two chapters later, you see that like, oh, when you talk to a character, you mention a thing you saw at the window. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the end of the game because basically what happens is uh, Don gets more and more evil and you decide to stop this curse and yes. try to to save your husband even if he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the, the only moment of like real sort of love between these two you see is when she's she's packing up to leave in the last start of the last chapter and then she yeah. looks at this big photo of her and dawn in happier times and you know she feels really bad like oh she actually did love him because that never shows up in the rest <laughs> of the thing like yeah. even in the nice intro parts when they're all like supposedly happy together or whatever it, it does not exist until this one moment when she's looking yeah. at a like old photo. I mean, I can I can understand this uneasy uneasiness at the, in the intro sequence because I mean, I never had to simulate us having sex in front of a camera. No. But uh, and maybe that's your thing. I don't know. I don't I don't really want to know. <laughs> but I mean, I could understand if you never did this before, if you're not uh, an actress with years and years and years of experience, you're gonna be, you're not gonna be in a good in a good mood to do this. You're not no. gonna be able to to show some some feelings. Uh, you're just gonna want to go through with it and 
be done. Well, and, so. and and the writing never really sets them up to like have that because yeah, when they first, not just in the intro thing, but in the first chapter when they had like a conversation over coffee and cigarettes <laughs> um, for breakfast again, great, <laughs> yeah, part of a balanced diet. Um, they never he still comes across as this like pushy jerk yeah. that, that there's no sort of sense of that kind of like loving or even decent relationship. It's just like, he dragged her along to this mansion he decided to buy and he's like, leave me yeah. alone. I'm going to make my dark room in this upstairs bathroom. And so it never, it, it just, the, the writing wasn't there to bring them together and yeah. the acting really, they were not good enough to cover for bad writing. But I think I can understand why the writing wasn't good uh, because I don't see this kind of gameplay, this kind of game mechanics be used to have a, a really profound dialogue. I mean, I, I don't know if you've played, for example, Ma the Mass Effect games or yes. basically any game where you, have, you can choose between two to, I don't know, 28 sentences to say. Uh, and I can imagine that if you had this implant, implemented in, in the game, in this game, you would have to shoot every possible answer, every possible uh, dialogue tree, and I don't know, you would have needed 28 cities? <laughs> yeah. And so maybe that that's... I mean, the writing clearly, like you said, the writing isn't really good. But maybe the technical limitations were a factor too in that decision. Well, yeah, and I, I think that's, I think all the problems with this game come down to the fact that they wanted to try and do something that the technology really just didn't exist for. Like if this game existed now, everyone yeah. would be sort of CGI animated, um, and they'd have real realistic faces, and the hair would be like, oh wow, that looks really like actual hair. Yeah. Um, and it would work because they wouldn't they would just have to have voice actors and they would be able to animate this mm -hmm. and you know you wouldn't need to shoot the same actress you know walking in six different diagonals across a room just <laughs> yeah. to do one scene yeah uh, so coming back to the uh, the end of the game so you you, you want to save your husband you know that he's getting crazier crazier and he kills a few people he kills. I think he, he kills uh, the phone man. Yeah, and he kills Ariat and Cyrus. I think. Uh, I thought he got away in my version. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a different. He versions. does kill the cat though. Spaz, poor Spaz. Oh yeah, he kills the cat, which is a dick move. <laughs> yeah, drowns uh, the cat. That's yeah, terrible. God. Yeah, and so um, you get down to his uh, dark room, and he. Uh, starts well he starts attacking you and then you go you get away and all this uh, all the sequence with uh, at the end the evil spirit uh, reincarnated in a really really cheap looking monster um i think it's it, it feels like another game entirely right because everything is instead of sort of a slow point and click kind of adventure find things out it's 
you have to make decisions on what you're going to do very quickly. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be going into your inventory and clicking things. You have to find things in the sort of environment to, to grab or to, to toss the drain cleaner in his face or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, yeah. So uh, I had this, the, the walkthrough open on my uh, other screen and uh, I had, I was ready to press pause every time I needed to, to just check and see what I needed to do. And this, once again, it goes back to the, the problems of the game. I went through the walkthrough and it says, okay, you have to, to get to the crypt and this is the uh, secret passage is there. And I was like, what? There's, this exists? I mean, <laughs> and... Um, I never found the crypt. I tried and it turned out I didn't need to, but... Oh, well, that's good, but... I, I, in my playthrough, I needed to, and so you basically need to go someplace to get a. Um, for me, it was a rosary, I think. Okay. See, With I got crooks. the crucifix from the antique store. Yeah. So there's this is interesting. Also, there's a few ways you can. Uh, Finish the game with the needed with the items you need to basically uh, cancel this the the curse, and uh, be able to drag the spirit into the the magic book. I think was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, but but yeah. So this it, this becomes an action sequence where you never needed to do any action at all from the beginning of the game. So you've been you've played maybe what five ten hours. And uh, I mean, even with the walkthrough, it was about four or five hours for me. Yeah, it was three or and four or five. I, I didn't really keep track. Time no, me neither. Together, but. <laughs> yeah, but so, and basically, after five hours of playing, uh, like you said, uh, a slow game of exploration, then you have to run, you have to, to click items in the right order, you have to be quick about it, and the interface isn't made for it. No, uh, there's a way. There's a there's a, a sequence where you have to go over a, um, a hole, basically in a in a stairway, and the um, Adrian looks up, and there's this um, not a guardrail. This this um, it's a, a water pipe, I think. A water pipe. Yeah, sorry, I was looking for the the word pipe, <laughs> and um, and so yeah, if you you have to grab it, but if you click it in the wrong place. She's just gonna fall down to her death. Oh, really? and I, yeah. I guess I just clicked the right place the first time around. <laughs> yeah, I think we were, you were lucky. And same goes for when you get to the room at the end. You have to bar uh, the door, and if you take too much time clicking on stuff and doing the uh, magic and can, uh, magic stuff, magic thing, um, the monster gets through and she, it just rips your face open literally rips her head in half it's um, yeah I, and, I saw her head get ripped in half a lot of times <laughs> but th that's another thing it's it's so cheesy and then it's so gory at the same time it's i i, I think they could have gone to with something less less of a shock value maybe yeah but i think this was a time of just doing things for shock value like now it seems ridiculous because you know we've since had like call of duty modern warfare where you, yeah. know, you go and you massacre an entire airport kind of thing yeah like shock value has really sort of lessened as a thing that people care about um yeah th things really aren't shocking now um 
But I mean, there, then there's... it seems like shock value was, you know, at least worthwhile yeah. the first time. But it, it, like anything else that's like a gimmick, it's a gimmick. Yeah. And it gets old very quickly. Yeah. And so that's uh, Phantasmagoria. That's, uh, that's a game. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh God, I, I, I don't recommend playing it. Uh, I mean, I think if you can find it for two or three dollars, yeah, it's an interesting artifact of a time, and you can see why full motion video died out because it just it doesn't it doesn't work. The yeah. technology, I mean, could they, never they, work. There's still some games, a few games, but there's still some games being made with where you basically have a video playing in front of you, and then you choose some paths in the story. I don't know if this could be called FMV, but uh, yeah, there's a game. Uh, was it called Night Shift? Anyway, I played it a, a few months back, and you basically go through uh, the story with branching paths, and then you click. It's it's same as the um, the thing that Felix did with Black Mirror. Right, Bander uh, Snatch. I never actually watched it. It's, it's well, gimmick. it's. Yeah, it's a gimmick. I mean, you you ooh, you can choose your own adventure. I mean, there there were FMV games, there were books where you could choose your own adventures, and I think they were better than Bender Snatch. But yeah, it's some sometimes they try to do something gimmicky and it works for a while, and then it just fades out. I mean, no one's talking about Bender Snatch today, yeah. uh, and In I don't the same think way that like Avatar made three D sort of yeah. work 3d never yeah. really caught on enough and i never actually saw avatar and i don't think i missed out on anything i saw it in 2d and it's basically pocahontas in space and there's so much i mean i can understand why if you sit in 3d and i don't really like 3d for once because i wear glasses so i'm handing up with two pairs of glasses on my nose and it's Very all powerful. dark because there's this filter on the lenses uh, to see the 3D. So it's not fun. And no. I don't think I've seen, uh, haven't seen that many 3D movies. But I saw, for example, I think the only one that, that did 3D potentially good was Tron Legacy. And you, the scenario wasn't good enough to... For in order to for this movie to have a a sequel, so basically, man, it's <laughs> and if you see it in two D, you're not missing anything either. So it's anyway. So Phantasmagoria, like you said, if you can find it for a few bucks, maybe uh, if you can find it in box, phys- a physical copy. That's a, I mean, I'm a sucker for old PC games and their boxes from the '90s, early 2000s. Uh, it's not maybe interesting for everyone, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have so. Uh, and Phantasmagoria, as I said, I've played it before when I was younger. It was incredible-ish at the time, but now it's just. I mean, I think mo- it was mostly the fact that it it came on seven CDs, and uh, so a chapter a CD. Yeah, a chapter a CD and. There's this uh, near the end of the game where you meet uh, Malcolm, 
who yes. was the uh, a young boy at the time working with Carno, uh, the evil magician. And you meet him, and he talks to you for three or four minutes. Yeah. And it's all video. And this needed, I think it's chapter five, something like that. But you needed to take this. I remember this. You needed to take the CD for chapter seven and put it in the disk tray. And then I think the, the chapter, chapter seven was shorter. And so there were space left to put this uh, video sequence. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is the 90s, man. It's, um, I miss them, but I don't. Yeah, I, same thing for me. I, I just rewatched um, a YouTube video from a guy called LGR. Uh, which stands for at the time lazy game reviews and so he reviewed uh seven cd disc changer and he tried to play phantasmagoria on it but and to not have to basically swap the cds but it this just didn't work <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, because the the the, the thing is that the, the disc changer isn't reading seven cds at the time it's just putting the trays in a storage place. And then, oh, you want to switch to CD5, so you have to push the button, CD5 button, and then it's just going to switch inside. It's like this, uh, these stereos uh, who had the yeah. three CD changer, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think it my worked, but it wasn't great. Yeah, so I think my dad had one for uh, about 20 years. And then just change it because it broke down. But yeah, the, you had it was cool at the time. Once again, you can push CD number three, and oh, it's going to switch inside. And you could you could hit random, and you could get a song from any of those CDs. Oh, I never tried that, but yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, um, I mean the, the thing the game works perfectly fine on Windows 10. Uh, didn't have any problem uh, on a 4K screen. I don't know how those bugs really work for the uh, uh, when you talk about uh, resolution, screen size, and so on. But really worked flawlessly for me. Um, just like we said, the music is good. Maybe you can find this the the the, the OST, the soundtrack online somewhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe on YouTube. But yeah, so. Eh, maybe uh, if you want to spend three or four bucks during a sale, if you wish to see some campy stuff, if you wish to see some cringy stuff too. Yeah. You uh, know, I, I think if it was an actual film, it would be a lot like The Room in the sense that it, yeah, it's kind of bad and it's, but it's good. But I think there's just too much dull stuff in between to really, you know, even make the, the campy stuff pull you through. But, yeah, you know, if you really want to see like an artifact of why this kind of thing sort of died out, I think this is a really good example because it was very ambitious in what they tried to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that ambition was what in the end killed it. But they did a sequel. They did the Phantasmagia uh, 2 Puzzle of Flesh, I think. I haven't played it. It's completely other characters, completely other scenario. Um, but this game reminds me of... Um, Stephen King horror novels. And there's been so many TV adaptations of Stephen King stuff. And TV movies, which is like the, the worst kind of TV stuff. 
Although the Stephen King stand TV movie HBO, I think it was well. Anyway, it's the mini series, like eight eight episode. Oh, very okay. good. Because Gary I remember, I remember a movie called Rose Red, and it came on two VHS tapes, and it's basically an adaptation once again of a Stephen King book, and it's so bad, and. <laughs> I think this, like you said, if they try to do a TV movie with Fantasmagory, that could be the low bar that they could be aiming to uh, towards too. So, yeah. So anyway, Robert, thank you very much uh, for this. Uh, to, uh, to, to thank you very much to 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 have done this suffering with me. Um, I hope the next game will be. Uh, don't. Can we say a better one? I think it's it's fair to say. Yeah, I think the next one, whatever it is, will be better. Um, <laughs> I, I think if you're going to do a point-and-click adventure, you should try something else. Yeah. Um, like, if you really want to get into that. But if you if you want to see something, you know, just to really get a sense of full-motion video, this, this does give you a good sense of that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so thank you once again, and to the people who are listening to us right now, and thank you, uh, of course, for being here. Uh, you can catch up the all the, well, all the other episodes, there's only one other episode for now. Uh, we've talked about uh, Half-Life, which is way better <laughs> as a video game than Phantasmagaria, but still. Uh, and you can, so you can listen to this on pieuvre.ca. We are also on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, and we also have a Patreon uh, now. So if you want to help us a bit, maybe uh, help us buy some better games online and to play them for you so you can... Uh, become a patron and uh, until then until the next episode maybe in two weeks time maybe three weeks time we'll see uh, I'll tell you good day until next time bye 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 <laughs>